world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Ah, yes. Here we go. Here we go. Articles everywhere, left and right. All of a sudden, the ruling class, mostly on the left, are concerned about this uptick in crime and the slaughters in the streets in all these Democratic-controlled cities. Could it have anything to do with the polling and the midterm elections coming up in November, Sandy? No, not at all. No, they only care about our health and well-being when they're collecting our taxes from us and when they want us to vote for them. <clears throat> yeah, and they, they make it seem like they didn't cause the problem. I'm going to uh, estimate. I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to be friendly. I estimate about 95% of Republicans dem or, and Democrats are either leveraged, blackmailed, or bought and paid for by entities outside of the country and inside the country big business you know not we the people okay no. that's why we have this whole crap show on our hands right now mm -hmm. every one of them answers to somebody else but we the people on both sides ladies and gentlemen oh, yeah. on both sides they're all compromised they could give a shit about us but now the polling came in and it's like oh my god Person, their number one concern is crime, not climate change, John Kerry. <laughs> okay, they're concerned. So wait a minute, wait a minute. They're concerned about crime and they're, they're, they're concerned about inflation. Wait a minute. Wait. Why would they be concerned about that stuff? It doesn't affect us. That's right. Right? It doesn't affect the, the, the first tier does not feel the effects of crime and inflation like the third tier does. They don't give a shit. But <clears throat> now... It's time polling. So what we're going to do is first one up, because we have a lot of these, Soros-backed DA in L.A., oh, yeah. Gascon. Yeah. So what he's doing now is this guy opened the floodgates and allowed the prisons to be completely emptied in L.A., and they don't hold anybody for any crimes. They release everybody back into the street. So the, the huge increase in crime, Gascon, to help... He issued tips on how to avoid auto thieves and being a victim of a crime. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to prevent you from being a victim from the people I let out to uh, victimize you. And not only did he let them out, I hear now that there is an entire secondary business of like kind of, you know, where they, had, where they used to have like uh, medical tourism. Well, this is like crime tourism because they know now that you can rob stores for 900 bucks a pop so why not just cross the border it's called criminal tourists and we you know we have something similar to that for years i used to say this how many times have i said on a show 
I would not rob a convenience store in Delaware, but I'd cross over the river and I'd rob a convenience store in New Jersey. Oh, absolutely. Because the guy in New Jersey is not going to have a gun, but the guy in Delaware might have a gun. Right. So what they're finding is, and this goes right into Gascon's play, is they're finding that there's professional burglary gangs, and they're called crime tourists. (laughs) And they look for the areas that don't prosecute criminals. With lax criminal justice laws. Now, why would for they For home that? burglaries, retail burglaries, and everything. <laughs> but Gascon, he issues tips for us on how to prevent being a victim for a crime. But he wouldn't have had to issue those tips if the prisons were completely full by the people who committed the crimes. I don't know. That seems like it would have made more sense. Uh, tip number one, don't vote him back in. They will. Of course. There's a recall effort going on. Every one of his assistant district attorneys, almost every one, signed a petition to get rid of him. He doesn't prosecute any cases. (laughs) Soros bought him, and and like everybody else. And then we have this other jag-off in uh, New York, Governor Hochul or whatever, H-O-C-H-U-L, Hochul. How would you say H-O-C-H-U-L? I wouldn't even begin to try. She is pitching changes for bail reform as part of his sweeping <laughs> public safety plan because she took Cuomo's seat because he's a uh, molester and she is up for election this November. Mm. And now all of a sudden she wants to focus on this crime. When she was deputy governor, yeah. she lieutenant governor, she could give a crap right. about anybody's health. But listen to what she's proposing. This is very radical, Sandy. For all most serious felonies, allow bail determinations to be informed by factors including criminal history and a history of firearms use and possession and giving judges the power to set bail. Why, that's weird. So the judges would actually be able to do what they were supposed to do before the executive and the legislative branch took the power from the judges. So that's a really novel idea by her. Hopefully other municipalities and states will think that that might be a good idea, too. You know, it was only something we practiced in this country for 235 years. Yeah, and all we have to do is roll back to the beginning before the Democrat changes. Yes, make repeat offenders subject, wait a minute, to arrest. Oh, no. And implement bail requirements. (laughs) That's odd, too. Make certain gun-related offenses hate crime offenses, and subway crime offenses subject to arrest and not desk appearance tickets. I have a problem with this. Certain gun crimes? Yeah, I have a problem with this because gun-related offense, hate crime offense, subway crime offense. How about just an offense? Yeah. If you mug somebody in the subway or if you mug somebody with uh, or without on the street. a gun, it should be the same yeah. It should be the same penalty. Right. You shouldn't have, I, I just look at it that way. It should be more black and white. Listen, hate crimes, racial crimes or something like that, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that as a separate thing because we need to stop that ignorance. Yeah, but do you think there really needs to be an emphasis placed on that? I, I've always uh, Sandy, railed against The libertarian that. in me says no, but we ha- there's a lot of ignorance out there. Well, ignorance is ignorance. You're not going to cure ignorance by making a law against it or making the penalty what higher. If we, what if crime anybody, is crime. What is it, what, thought crime now? What about anybody accused or found guilty of a racial crime gets neutered? 
That's a good good. That's a good. I like so your n- idea much better. See, now we don't have the, to worry about them having offspring. Right. And the electric bleachers. That's yes. my favorite one. That here's and the another, shit baggerator. Nice. Here's an easy Here's another one. Make certain gun-related f- offenses select for bail. Seriously? But why is it gun-related offenses? Shouldn't it be during the actor commission of a crime? Right. Not Joe Schmo who made a mistake with right. a gun in his bag going to Newark Airport right. empty or whatever. Exactly. We're talking about during the actor commission of a crime while committing a crime or felony. Here's another one that we would. Who would have thought they would have made this easier? But they want to make it easier to prosecute gun traffickers. I didn't even know they eased up the penalties on that. <laughs> Meanwhile, they turn their focus to us law-abiding gun owners. Right. It's our fault. There's, yeah. It's the NRA's fault. There's so many guns on the street, yet they made it easier and less sentencing for gun traffickers. Right. Okay. Uh, this one, targeted reforms of the discovery statute. I don't know too much about that. Targeted reforms for the raise the age status. Raise the age status is basically you're an adult at 25 or older when you commit a crime in New York. A 24-year-old is considered a minor. Are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. What the hell? Okay, now here we get to where we got to spend more money. Increase funding for pretrial diversion and employment programs. I'm actually okay with some of this stuff. Yeah. I'm okay with first offenders because we know it's the first. As long as you admit that you're not a first offender, it's the first time you got caught, I'd be willing to help you out here. Right. Okay. So this is $83 million and an additional $500 million will, will be distributed, too. So the taxpayers oh. are going to pay more money to bolster shit up that the, the, the taxpayers pay the politicians to strip, to down, strip down against our will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, increased funding well, for wait, mental they health. they vote for it every single time. Yes. yes. So don't you bend over, here's your Vaseline, and pull the lever. What, what else... You're now living what you wanted to live. You've created the utopia you want. So why should it be fixed? You know, Asians had a rally about Asian hate in New York this week. Um, There was probably 40 million uh, police officers at the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York this year. Again, because it's the midterms and we can't have any, you know, problems. So, Sandy, the last p- bullet point was in, in New York now was increased funding for mental health treatment. I'm all for that. I'm also for removing the stigma for mental health issues. Yeah. You know, there has to be a way and to do it. some real mental health treatment. Yeah. The, the problem is, uh, here's the problem, that we're, the money, let's say for every million dollars that comes in, $17 will trickle down to the person who needs it. Well, of course, yeah. You know, and the problem was, you know, look, the institutionalization of the mentally, um, uh, of the mentally ill, was horrible. Yep. However, the solution back in the seventies to just close down mental health hospitals and let people fend for themselves on the street and hope that they seek treatment and hope they continue to take their meds and hope that everything turns out just fine, obviously has not done that. And we've had 40, 50 years of that as proof. So, But they've really ramped it up the past three or four years. They really opened the floodgates with criminals 
with the catch and release revolving door system. They really just stripped everything down where I, we said it before, you're a, you're a victim twice now. You know, you're yeah. a victim when the, when the guy hits you in the head with a hammer and then you're a victim when you go through the criminal justice system. It's, right. it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's the worst it's ever been now. And Dad, I'm sorry, but you were going back into mental health. I, I got you. No, I mean, it just, it's, it's the, the problem is, is that you, it, it, the issue is there's twofold there, right? You, you have a, a, a person who's really not a criminal, but just who, it, it, who's, who needs mental health treatment out on the street, living in the street. And we put them there as a society yep. because institutions were too um, um, brutal or, or whatever, you know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest type of thing. And, and uh, now Hollywood, again, gets to control what actually happens. Instead of repairing that system, we shut it down mm-hmm. without any thought to what was going to happen afterward. And unfortunately, that seems to be the M.O. of all these stinking politicians. Shut it down, let them all funnel out onto the street, increase yeah. crime and stuff, and then create a committee, create mm-hmm. a division, yep. uh, 87 that salaries, funding. The, yep. the director, this right. one, that one, and none of the money actually gets down to the streets to actually help the people no. who need it. Never. Never. Just like us. Right. So now you want to talk more two-facery. I just made that word up, two-facery. That's a good word. Chris Kent sent this one in. This is in New Jersey News. New Jersey will release an additional 852 prison inmates this Sunday. This release (laughs) means in total over 6,200 prisoners were released from New Jersey for their safety from COVID. (laughs) Wait a minute now. Seriously, another 800 for their safety from COVID. Yeah, they released Which Omicron now we're dealing with, right? Yes, okay. Sandy. So now they released 5,400 in 2020 and 2021, and now 2022, so far 852. They've been released already. This is to protect them from COVID. Okay? It is to protect them from what my colleagues in Africa are calling a godsend vaccine that we did not develop. Because Omicron right now... Um, if, if you, if you survive Omicron, um, you are going to be, it's, it is the durability of the, uh, I have to be very careful here. The durability (laughs) of the immunity, uh, has been proven in many countries to be much better than any, um, immunity from vaccine. Or from other means. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So what are we protecting them from again? COVID. The yeah. flu. Yeah. It's just another way to buy votes and and create this whole experiment they, they're into, which is let's release everybody in the streets. George Soros will send us yeah, more well, money for our real That's really campaign. where, yes. It's really where it goes to because Soros, this is how he collapses governments. And the World Economic Forum needs chaos in order to upend a society. And and it it didn't take much, did it? When you, you know, I had a conversation just this morning with an old friend and I said it didn't take much um, to shut down the world over a pandemic, which in, in the history of pandemics was not, um, the worst we've ever seen. Let's put it that way. 
And it didn't take very much to have people still wandering. I was just, I just came in from the boardwalk and, and there are people still walking by themselves with KN95 masks on. And it's sad and frightening outside by the ocean with a KN95 mask and risk of 100% Omicron infection yep. now from COVID. And if you catch it, you're sick for a couple of days, unless you're, you know, unless you're immune compromised. Yes, there are going to be some people who are going to die from this. Uh, chances are they probably would have had a, their life cut short anyway. But um, now, but that doesn't sit with the the people who fund your nightly news mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and every radio show you listen to and their money is everywhere. So it doesn't fit with the narrative. So I'm just going to say that. Make up your own mind, you know, if you want to vaccinate your five-year-old child. Yes. So we're releasing thousands of prisoners in New Jersey. Meanwhile, again, from the you-can't-make-this-up department, these are the people that were championing get rid of bail, get rid of this, get rid of that uh, two years or so ago. Now lawmakers in New Jersey are weighing changes to bail reform, citing an uptick in violence and crime. Hmm. So it would be harder for people charged with some gun crimes to be released from jail before trial under a bill advanced by Assemblyman uh, by an assembly panel Monday, okay? Uh, the bill, uh, uh, who f- uh, but this is opposed by advocates who fear a rising car- in, in incarceration. So what? Uh, <laughs> Assemblyman Benji Wimberly from Passaic, the bill's primary sponsor, said the measure is intended to prevent the release of people who are using firearms to commit crimes. He goes, that's the one we're dealing with. We're not going after any low-hanging fruit with parking tickets, child support, jaywalking, none of that stuff. Under the bill, individuals charged with crimes subject to the No Early Release Act. These include crimes like kidnapping, hmm, aggravated sexual assault offenses, and murder. Okay, that's interesting. They're going to like well, keep murderers and, and rapists in prison. It's mm, odd. Yeah. And kidnappers. And kidnappers. Why wouldn't you want them out on the street? So mayors of some of New Jersey cities have backed the bill, all right, because the crime rate is going through the roof in all of their cities. And again, like I said, the polling came in, and they found out that people did not care about climate change. (laughs) People were mostly interested in being able to feed their families and go to work without getting hit in the head with a hatchet. Which is almost impossible to do either at this point in time. Correct, correct. Let's go, Brandon. New Jersey eliminated cash bail in 2017 (laughs) after a study found that many of those jailed while awaiting trial were kept locked up because they could not afford bail, sometimes set as low as $500. Well, here's the – I want to talk about this. If you're a piece of crap and you've been locked up 25 times and you've alienated all your family and friends, you're probably not going to make the $500 bail to get out. Exactly. And you probably shouldn't get out. Yeah, exactly. Because when you get out, you're going to go right back to crime because you couldn't muster up $500 to make the bail. So I'm sorry if that reality is very stark. Yeah, because you tap mom and them way too many times. They're done. They, they, They can't do it anymore. Okay, so believe it or not, Mayor Ross Baraka is behind this. Uh, Patterson Mayor Andre Sage is, is supporting this bill. 
All right. Uh, so there's courts. Administrative directives are are pushing for this. OK, they're pushing it because their citizens, the law abiding taxpaying citizens, the third tier are going after their elected officials and giving them heat. Of course, the ACLU does not support this bill. All right. So, uh, uh, of course not. They want no. they want the criminals on the street, I guess, because they think you can talk to a criminal and you can fix them. Well, that's why you hire a social worker to ride in a patrol car instead of a cop. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what we're going to do. That's that's what's going to work. Let's talk this out. Anything else? You know. Meanwhile, sometimes people do do good things. Sometimes people do bad things. Amazon, who them and their staffers and their, their their rich people who own Amazon stock, they were all for this in Seattle. You know, they stopped fighting crime in Seattle about four years ago. And crime has gone completely through the roof. So Amazon has two locations in Seattle on 3rd Avenue and Pine Street. They're relocating all 1,800 employees because of the violent crime rate that is happening in that area. And funded every Democrat politician for the past seven years. Correct. So yeah. how much do you think Amazon and all these people have been paying taxes? Right. So you know it's bad because everything closed in the area, including the McDonald's and the CVSs and everything. It is a war zone. People cannot walk. They cannot go outside. They cannot do anything. It was once a thriving neighborhood where you had residents, workers, and businesses. Now it's a gutted-out shell where you just have two offices where there's 1,800 Amazon employees, okay? They cut the police budget by $36 million in 2019. And listen, people are getting beat up on the streets, Sandy. You have to zigzag. You have to walk serpentine through the uh, feces in the street. So it's just, I, I guess they... They really envied San Francisco so much that they wanted to make their city just like it. Uh, people are being thrown down stairs in the subways in Chinatown and stuff. It's just the crime uptick has gone through the roof there. It's an active emergency. The government does not want to address it. Obviously, the police know they can't do anything because they'll get in trouble. If they actually enforce the law, then they're, uh, they're no good. Uh, but everything has been closing up. It's a blight area. There's smash windows. There's boarded windows everywhere. People also know that if they report a crime, the anti-gun mob in Seattle, the anti-crime mob in Seattle will accuse them of being racist, whatever, whatever. And uh, they'll get docs. They'll come to their house and everything. So it's just wide open season. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, nurses getting beat up, yeah. leaving the area. So... Um, you know, you wanted to, like you said before, you wanted to create this utopia. Now you got the utopia. But you know it's bad when you're relocating 1,800 employees. Yeah. yeah I mean, you don't do that for $5.95. So, so does anybody with clear conscience look out over the horizon of that blight and go, oh, we did a great job? Is there anybody, is there anybody that twisted? Is there, you know what I mean? Like, how does this work? How do you look at all of this and go, wow, look at the job we did. We completely destroyed a functioning mm -hmm. city. Thriving a city. Thriving city. We completely yeah. destroyed it. Aren't we happy? Oh, no, wait, we're not happy about that. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Now, 
Remember, this comes from Al Alonzo and Lou Maffi. You want to talk about uh, rules for thee and not for me. On March 3rd, anti-gun California Assemblyman Jim Cooper, D, District 9, was traveling through a security checkpoint at Sacramento International Airport when the TSA found a loaded gun in his baggage, Sandy. Okay? <laughs> That's great. All right, he's an NRA F-rated lawmaker. He was... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You're going to love this. He was not charged with the incident. Oh. In fact, the Sacramento County Sheriff's Office told the Sacramento Bee that law enforcement stored the discovered firearm for Cooper while he was away on his trip and returned the gun to him when he came back to Sacramento. Oh, just like they would do for you or I at Newark. Now, Al, Al Alonzo, first thing was this. How does the Sacramento Sheriff's Officer get involved? This should be a right. TSA thing. Exactly. Isn't this a federal issue? So if a, a law-abiding gun owner had done this, okay, uh, we would go to jail for a, a minimum of six months in jail and at least a $1,000 fine and lose our gun rights forever. If it's a loaded handgun, it's three to $5,000 and up to a year in jail. So Cooper is a retired law enforcement officer. California's prohibition on firearms in the sterile area of airports exempts some retired law enforcement officers, but not all, okay? Um, he, he might have had it legally or whatever, but, but anyway, he tried to get on a plane with it, and uh, he's anti-gun. He's voted for, he's authored and voted on all kinds of anti-gun legislation, retired cop turned lawmaker. Uh, it seems like there seem to be the, the worst anti-gun advocates seem to be for some weird reason uh, former law enforcement and i don't understand that at all what did he sit behind a desk his entire because career? they they're pro-gun when they're patrolmen sergeants ah, lieutenants and then they have and to then go once the they get the to the political happens. level they have to become anti-gun to survive but do you have to be a vehement uh, uh, opponent no but if you want political donations whoever bought and paid you you have to be anti-gun that way so that's what it comes down to. And, you know, speaking of Amazon, Amazon did what uh, most gyms do and your car's warranty. Amazon, it was just uncovered by a leaker. They had a project called Project Iliad. Amazon, Amazon deployed sneaky tactics to make it hard, if not impossible, for their members to cancel their Prime membership. I, I love this shit. You know, the richest man in the world, the company's worth trillions of dollars and stuff. And, you know, they, they do use all these delay tactics so that you can't right away cancel your membership so they can get an extra month, an extra two months, extra three months out of you, whatever, whatever the case may be. But it was uncovered. And, uh, you know, because their membership churns, obviously, they get new members and people cancel. But uh, uh, they've managed to maintain this level uh, by using these dark patterns of evasive tactics um, <laughs> to keep you a prime membership member as long as possible. So, you know, the scum runs deep with them. You know, anti-crime, anti-this, anti-that, and they're doing whatever the hell they want to do, you know. Uh, uh, it, I just find it interesting. Uh, meanwhile, uh, in, in, in Florida, I want to commend, commend somebody, uh, a kid, a Florida student, was arrested uh, after a kill list was found on his phone. This 14-year-old kid in Florida, 
uh, school employees found a kill list on his phone, and, you know, he had posted uh, some stuff. And when they went to the mother's house where the kid lived, they ended up booking the mother on drug charges as well. But the kid was making credible threats, and he had a kill list on his phone, and they locked the mom up, and they locked the kid up, and they charged him. They made sure there was no guns in the house, no this, no that. See, that's the way it's supposed to be. Usually people turn a blind eye, and then a tragedy strikes, and then it's our fault. You know, us people in New Jersey that are only allowed to buy one gun a month, it's because of us that something like this had happened. Meanwhile, you know, you talk about one-sidedness stupidity. Kansas senators are divided on using an NRA gun safety training, okay? Uh, and I love this because it's, it's based on the Eddie Eagle training. And what the, what the problem is, ladies and gentlemen, is about half of all parents in the United States have firearms. And the other half don't. And uh, they want to teach the Eddie Eagle class here, but the anti-gun people don't want to do it because they would rather not teach their kids about firearm safety. Yeah. And I can tell you, as someone who's taught Eddie Eagle for, I don't know, since it's been around, there is no pro-gun message in Eddie Eagle. Okay, there no. is no pro-gun, no, there is no anti-gun, there no. is no... It's all about gun safety most of the time taught by law enforcement officers in the town, county, or whatever you live. And, uh, you know, it will definitely help prevent incidents, shooting incidences and accidents and stuff. It's but proven yeah, yeah. to do that for how many oh, years now? Oh, yeah. You know, well, here's the deal. A 2004 study, Sandy, by the American Academy of Pediatrics found the program was ineffective. Okay. Uh, all right. You want to bet that that was slighted? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Teaching kids stop, don't touch, leave the area. Tell an adult. <laughs> yeah. How could that be ineffective? If one how kid, could it, how could it possibly have the wrong message sent? How could it? How could it be any simpler than any eagle message? But in, but still, this is the one-sidedness, hoplophobic attitude we have. You know. Instead, they want to teach kids. They want transsexuals in fourth grade coming out. A, a, a fourth grade teacher came out as trans in front of his students and videotaped it. Fourth grade? Fourth grade teacher. What, how sick are you? Why, why do you have to do that in front? I don't care. Seriously. Do you care? I don't Do you care, care what they come out as? My issue is fourth grade is a little too young for these kids to be thinking about anything you have like mental issues doing it in front of fourth graders of course i mean okay just you have mental standing. issues just you have mental course. issues doing it out in public anyway you don't have just come out nobody cares right no one cares nobody cares it's not I don't 1962 care. i'm gonna do it while videotaping in front of my fourth graders you're a sick individual you're a sick individual i i i don't know what else i don't know what else to say uh, have you heard what our government is doing now with TikTok influencers, Sandy? I have not, no. So, you know, there's these TikTok influencers that have millions of followers. I have 15,000 on my TikTok because I haven't uh, gone 90% naked and done a dance on it yet. But when I well, do, I'm looking forward to that. I'll be going viral. So. <laughs> A bunch of Biden administrative staffers, including Press Secretary Jen Psaki, a.k.a. Peppermint Patty, held a briefing for TikTok influencers designed to make sure only the preferred narratives are shared with their millions of followers. What? Yes. 
they did this to educate people about the invasion of Ukraine and blame inflation and gas prices on Putin and not the Biden administration. Wow. Okay. Welcome so, to the former Soviet Union. But they do this with the, they've been doing this with the media for how long? Oh, forever. I mean, look at this was, I mean, if you go back to event 201 with, with, uh, with, with uh, COVID-19, it was determined back then what the narrative was going to be. And that was in uh, November of 2019. And it would be determined that the WHO would have the sole say as to what was truth and what was not truth. The WHO, yep. run by uh, Dr. Tetros, not a doctor, um, who is bought and paid for uh, by the country of China, which is why when everyone tried to close the borders, Tetros came out and said, nothing to worry about here. The Chinese government assures us that there's nothing really to worry about, which is why they shut down their internal borders. You know, it's interesting that... Um Talk about misinformation. So I went on TikTok and I looked up. There's, they said there was 30 influencers. I managed to find five, and all of them read the same script about 90%. So the influencers, they list them. There's only 30 in all of TikTok. Well, no, there's 30 influencers that are pro-Biden administration oh. and have 5, 8, 10, 20 million followers or whatever. And who's watching these TikToks? 12, 13-year-old kids, and they're yeah. learning. It's not It's not the inflation didn't start with Biden. High gas prices didn't start with Biden. It's oh. all because of Vladimir Putin. Now, who are these people? There's a list of these people? They're mostly girls that shake their asses. Ah. That's what it comes you, down you to. You think I would know about these people? Yes. So I believe, uh, I think that the uh, TikTok influencers who follow this are going to receive 10 social credit points from the Biden administration. What do you think? I think probably so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their ESG score just went up, yeah. yeah. This is just like China. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is just... We called this how many years ago when China started doing this? We said coming to a neighborhood near you. How many years ago was that? Many, and, many years ago. And we got really crapped on for that. That'll never happen here in the United... This is the United States of America. It'll never happen here. Okay. okay. I mean, holy moly. So, yeah. yeah. So, they have the media does their talking for them. And now they have the TikTok influencers, just like China does. So, it's a beautiful thing. Now, did you see after two years... Now, Joe Biden's been in office for a year and a half or so. The New York Times finally came out and said the Hunter Biden laptop was real. <laughs> you realize do two you years ago. Do you think ago, it's about time they want to get rid of Joe now? Or? Yeah. Two years ago, 50 people, retired people from the intelligence community, published a letter a couple months before the election saying it was Russian disinformation. Right. We're talking about Clapper and Brennan. Oh, we're talking yeah. about the people that were the head of the NSA and the CIA, right. the directors exactly. that retired, wrote that this was Russian disinformation. Everything right. is Russia, 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 right? They all published that and said it was fake. And now, it's two years later, they want to get rid of Joe, and they're saying, oh, yeah, the laptop yeah, was maybe real. It, was. it took yeah. them two years to verify the laptop. <laughs> And he never, ever should have been elected because no. he was bought and paid by the hotbed that we know as the Ukraine. 
How many? I would love to know how many politicians are tied to Ukraine. How many U.S. Po- I mean, we'll never God, find you'll out. Never ever. find out. Never. No. But I would love. I would love to know how many are bought and sold by them. And again, it's a good smokescreen for what's going on. We we cannot let up on the fact that this is all just bullshit. This is all just a smokescreen uh, for what's going on at the World Economic Forum. If you great reset. The Great Reset is where it is. That's where it's going. That's where it, that's where it has always been. And pandemics, uh, the pandemic was a godsend for them. They've had these plans forever. And they were just waiting for the right black swan to show up. Oh, yeah. And they got it. They got it. And they made the best of it, let me tell you. You know, Putin. Putin's not stopping. This is just a war of time right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it really is. It's it's a war of time, and it, it's kind of horrible, you know. But uh, even though, as, as Henry Montefiore would say, his equipment is uh, the last tanks that were made in Russia were like 1983. Right. Henry was uh, in the army, and you know, he he knows tanks, uh, and uh, he's like, yeah, they're 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 all crap. They're breaking down and everything. But still, he's got air power, and he's got missiles, rockets, bombs. So he's just going to keep, you know knocking them down until they give up and uh you know and then he'll take that and now he'll maybe he'll take more money laundering and uh, oligarchs there and the whole bit but yep keep your eyes focused over there ladies and gentlemen meanwhile uh, our right. southern border we have 150,000 people a week just marching through to take everybody's jobs and overload and bankrupt our social welfare programs and, and crime uh, tourism let's not forget that crime tourism and also you know we want to make sure that Americans never make more than $15 an hour because we need to keep them down we need the third tier to turn into the second tier completely get rid of the middle class and this way there's only the rich and the poor just the way they like it are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way now cut crime in half the time with a fast easy money-saving solution introducing the ship baggerator this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of gun for hire radio the ship baggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your ship baggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the ship bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top. Drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. 
So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And we are back. I'm hungry. Are you? What did you eat? Oh Nothing. my God! No, I didn't really eat much. Like uh-huh. a bar, it's kind of killing me right now. Definitely hungry. I'm looking for a website here. I can't find it. It's pissing. Was me. it a food order website? Like. No. Okay. Let's talk here. So Marty stopped in from Marty's V Burger. So why are you still hungry? And he was down. I'm always hungry. He was down in uh, Ybor City in Tampa, Florida, and he brought me back two Oliva cigars in a tiny little Pelican case cigar holder. So, uh, as a gift. <laughs> nice. yeah. Thank you, Marty and Carol at Al. Don't forget Marty's V Burger. Marty'sVBurger.com, 20% off, mention Gun For Hire. You can pick it up in, on Fridays at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Uh, if you're in Manhattan, go visit him. Please. Uh, New York Tack Defense, Peter Tillum. If you live anywhere in New York, you should have his uh, legal defense program. U.S. Law Shield, we talked about all the time. Use Gun For Hire or Gun For Hire Radio for a discount. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino, the Pen Patriot, is available here as well as Amazon. The Gun Lawyer Podcast with Evan Knappen, exposing the truth to the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Don't forget the Quarantine Crawl, over 350 businesses, all Pro 2A. It is our Chamber of Commerce. Crime Proof, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. Anybody you know that lives in these Democratic-run cities needs a copy of my book. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. And you can get it at CrimeProofBook.com, also Amazon, also Kindle. Uh, My doctor, Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Just found out my buddy Ben signed up with the doctor, too. A lot of them are signing up. Smart decision. I think it's great, Dr. Joe Sambatero. I'm getting a new right knee May 9th, ladies and gentlemen. I got to pick it out yesterday from a beautiful selection of striker joints. What what color is it? Uh, I'm going with the titanium to match the plate in my head. Nice. Right knee, May 9th. Next year, we'll do the left knee. I think I need my gallbladder out, too. Can I do it all at once, Sandy? You can do it all at once. Sure. It's yes. like, it's like um, you know, medical tourism. There's a great place in Santa <laughs> Domingo. That... Nice. Oh, Santa Domingo. Okay. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club. My buddy Tony Gallo. They need your support. They need members. They're in Carteret, New Jersey. L-A-K-E-I-S dot org. Check them out. Listen to this. My buddy Marla, my Marla and her husband Joe, she is sponsoring a seat at the table April 28th in Somerset, New Jersey. I will not be here. I will be traveling. Matt and Mercedes Schlapp are going to be there. Jen Ellis, Jim Carter, Gordon Chang, uh, Jenny Clark, Senator Ed Durr, etc., etc. This is a ton of New Jersey's rising stars. It's A-S-A-T-T-N-J. A-S-A-T-T-N-J dot org. I just donated 48 signed books, and I also made a cash donation to a seat at the table. They are great people. They're trying to win New Jersey back. 
and uh, I think it's possible because the Dems have really screwed up with crime and how they've been treating we the third tier. Listen to this. I get a text from uh, Lou Coelho. He goes, sorry to say I don't listen to your radio show, but I, last night I found out a lot of people do. We, we were at the Morris Catholic fencing banquet, and I had three people come up to me and tell me I am famous because Anthony talked about me, Lauren, and my girls in his show. So, of course, they had me listen to it. Lauren feels like a celebrity now. Thanks for everything. <laughs> That's when I did the uh, Crime Proof uh, seminar up at Morris Catholic oh, yeah, yeah. for his lovely daughters. And uh, I guess people listened to the show, and they recognized him. In the whole Somebody bit. listens to this? I can't believe it. Wow. Sandy, this is a short accolade by R. Foz. He wrote, if you want a no-judgment, help-filled range with the absolute nicest people, this range is for you. Always fun, always greet it with smiles, and a community of professionals. Thank you. We don't have any of that paramilitary, high-speed, low-drag, tactical mall ninja crap at Gun for Hire. We don't play into any of that. A we're toxic family sort of friendly. Stuff, yeah, yeah. We're, all, we're not wearing morale patches saying you suck or anything <laughs> like that. Like you, you can't believe what's out there. Anyway, um, but this is, you know, I talk about, you know, September will be 30 years I'm doing this and how I'm teaching third generation now, right? Yeah. So I posted a video of the walkthrough, and this guy um, on Instagram, Chris Schaefer, posted this, and uh, it's pretty cool. He wrote, my man, you need to open another beautiful range in Orange County, New York. Sorry, I can't. Anyway, haven't found anything comparable both in the range itself or the awesome atmosphere and comfort factor your range provides. Nor will you. No. Keep up the awesome work. I'll always be a huge fan of yours. Both my son and I remember the first time we walked into your range. He was eight. He's now 17. Oh, jeez. You were there and greeted both of us, had a conversation with my son, how happy you were to see young shooters. You walked us to the counter and got us set up personally. Keep up the great work. Because that's how we do it. So that nine years ago. And I left an impression on that dad and that kid. And that means the world to me. All you negative people out there, all you haters, everybody else, F you all. That's what it means to me. That's what keeps me going. We have the fun league here. We've just gotten finished week six. Phil Bernstock, Henry Monteferrant, Phoebe and uh, Butch and Henry and all the people coming in to volunteer to help and all the kids having a great time and the parents telling us they're having such a great time and who the grandmothers that are going to shoot in the league in the fall when we have one that's what makes it all worthwhile that's what makes it all worthwhile we don't have any of that issue seriously we don't have people wearing drop leg holsters and tack vests and uh, <laughs> carrier plates and you know clicking their gun in and out of the holster while they're talking to you and looking at you with a squinty eye you know with a toothpick in their mouth <laughs> we don't we've seen it all oh my god it's like do you really have to talk to me while you're spitting tobacco in a snapple bottle <laughs> And that was a female. And that, Remember? Right. And she had some teeth, too. Yeah, that was a female. She that was sure spitting was. tobacco in a Snapple bottle behind the retail counter of a gun store gun range in New Jersey. In New Jersey, yes. Ugh. <laughs> Not that women shouldn't be able to chew, but there's a place for everything. Oh, I remember the same place with a speckle bucket, too, as a toilet. Uh, anyway, let's yeah. pass. And a curtain, anyway. wait, and a, and, a, uh, and a shower curtain around his <laughs> that was the men's room. Oh, God. So the ranges, the four ranges are open. The 2,200-square-foot uh, uh, gun store, we just put rug down. 
waiting for the fixtures in the cabinets to come in, slat wall and stuff. So a couple more weeks, it should start firming up. When you come to visit the range, ask to see the gun store. You can take a tour into it. And uh, we're doing a really, really good job with it. Everybody's doing a great job with it. So I'm uh, looking forward to opening it. Thank you, everyone, for your monumental effort in getting the gun store up and running. If you want a locker, we still have some big lockers left, and we have a, f a few more of the medium-sized lockers. We're waiting for, I think, 50 or 60 more lockers to be delivered. Uh, they're on back order uh, because of uh, supply chain issues. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> the retail swag area and dressing room will be done soon. I'm waiting for all the dust to be gone from the gun store and gun range. Uh, again, they did a great job, my team, with the Glock matches. They did a great job with the 22 leagues. And uh, um, what else is going on? Let's see. Oh, ooh, I got some more stuff going on. So, you know, we're waiting for the Supreme Court in June, and uh, we're waiting to see what anti-gun stuff comes out of Trenton. They've been quiet for a while. L luckily, we have Ed Durr and a few other friends down there keeping their, f you know, uh, fingers on the pulse down there. We also have our NRA uh, lobbyist, and we also have the ANJRPC lobbyist keeping us abreast down there. So if anything comes up, I will be keeping all of you abreast of that as well. So uh, I saw a couple of things here. Um, in New Jersey, this case, uh, actually, this feels really good. Uh, this came up on Reason, and it was a guy that had a, a five-year-old adjunct driving arrest, and uh, which led to a conviction and a reduced charge. And because of it, in Woodridge, New Jersey, the police chief felt that he fell under the law and public safety exclusion and denied him his firearms ID card. And, you know, he had a DWI five years ago, and it led to a conviction and a reduced charge, and he hasn't done anything since then, okay? Uh, oh, he, 12 years before that, drinking alcohol as a passenger. He was just over the age of 18, so not that we haven't done stupid stuff like that before. So the Woodridge police chief says, mm, you know what, you can't have a carry permit. Uh, not a carry permit. You can't have a firearms ID card. You can't own any guns because of the law and public safety. And um, a lower court sided with the police chief, but he appealed it, and a New Jersey appellate court overturned the denial, and he got his FID card. Ha-ha. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So I'm, uh, I'm very happy to hear that. Once in a while, we get a win. It gives me a little hope of what's going on. And uh, uh, to tell you that our legal eagles are not working diligently for when the Bruin case comes out in June would be an understatement. Uh, Scott Bach is leading this uh, powerhouse of 2A who's who's uh, because we know what's going to happen. Obviously, New Jersey is not going to recognize New York's you know, Supreme Court ruling and do we pull the trigger first or does New Jersey, which will never happen, will New Jersey come out and say, well, we're going to start issuing permits now because New York allows it and the Supreme Court says so. No, like everything else, they're going to go down kicking and screaming. But we want to have plans and be preemptive because we don't want to have to do anything that's going to be tied up in the courts for the next 15 years. We're going to do something that has teeth in it almost immediately. So be prepared. So if you're not a member of CNJFO, NJ2AS, ANJRPC, FPC, or the NRA, now's your time to do it. They can definitely use a couple of bucks here and there. All of five of those organizations are working in front and behind the scenes 
um, so that we can get our carry permits back. Now, remember, we have a slew of lower court cases, our 10-round mag case. We have another carry case, New Jersey, uh, in the pipeline. Dan Schmutter spoke about that last week to me. Uh, so it's not like we're all sitting around waiting for shit to happen. We're ready. Okay? We are ready. So as soon as it happens, we're going to be on you. Uh, so, you know, when somebody accuses you of something, it, you, you're usually, they're usually the ones that are guilty of it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard. Now, Tulsi Gabbard, 20-year military veteran. Phenom- I just, I love her. I don't agree with everything, uh, no, but I have. Just, did I? Uh, we've talked about my political yeah. ticket, right? Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard and Nikki Haley. Yeah. Tulsi's well, a Dem. Nikki's. A, and I know you. Uh, All right. So give me a vice president pick. I don't know, but Nikki Haley. Hunter Biden. No one in Hunter Biden is good. No one in South Carolina <laughs> seems to really care for Nikki Haley. But she has the political acumen and she has the chutzpah to say whatever she wants. Yeah. So, and then remember, the vice president doesn't do much, but at least she won't cackle on a podium in yeah, Poland. That's true, yeah. Absolutely. And at least maybe she'll read and be prepared. Yeah. She'll at least rib the crib notes. Yeah. yeah. All right. This one goes out there. She's a, you know, Russia is a big country in <laughs> Europe, and the Ukraine is a smaller country next to it, and Russia is Thank attacking you, Ukraine, and that's bad. <laughs> it's wow. So ridiculous. She actually said that. I mean, like, so anyway, Tulsi Gabbard basically says we shouldn't be involved in this campaign between Russia and the Ukraine. And Tucker Carlson agrees with her. And Draft Dodger and his five sons, Mitt Romney, okay, he called her, she said she's guilty of treason, which treason in the United States is punishable by death. We've now downplayed this word where everything is yeah, treason. Everything is treasonous. Idiot. Okay, Mitt Romney. He, Mitt Romney skipped Vietnam and all other military service, right. as well as his five sons. Right. Okay, and that is the problem. Um, and he, when they asked him why none of his five sons served, served in the military, Mitt Romney said they served their country by helping me get elected. <laughs> what a flaccid <laughs> answer! <laughs> Oh my God! You can't. The you know, world treason. revolves around me. Yeah. You arrogant piece of shit! Unbelievable! I just I loathe politicians. Loathe them. Here's Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, who I love. Romney has basically made a speciality out of his life, urging U.S. wars while demanding that other people's less wealthy Americans' families go fight and die in them. Never him or his sons. Right. Okay? Right. That is what I'm talking about here. So Tulsi Gabbard, you know, took offense to be called a treasonist. She said, so, Senator Romney, you have a choice. Out of pride, continue to deny the truth or admit you were wrong, apologize, and resign. Aloha. Okay, she's an Iraq War veteran and an Army lieutenant colonel, and she's still in the reserves. Yeah. But she's a traitor and maybe a Russian agent. Of course she is. Okay? And meanwhile, he he skipped Vietnam, and he got deferments or whatever for all of his kids, so none of them. And if any of them went in the military, you know where they'd be. They'd be in the War College in in D.C. They would never step foot in a forward line. They'd never go overseas and serve, right? 
Yeah. I mean, that, I love this shit. I love these these warmongers and these neocons that they want to start wars, but they don't have to fight them, so they don't give a shit about us, me, you, or anything else. I can't stand them. So I'm a fan about 80% of uh, Rick Scott, who's a senator in Florida. Rick Scott was the governor of Florida for two terms. And Ron DeSantis was a senator in Florida, and both of their terms came up, and they pretty much switched. Rick Scott ran for Senate seat, and Ron DeSantis ran for the governor, and they both won. And Rick Scott wrote up this plan, and we've seen stuff like this before, Plan for America. Pat Buchanan did something like this many, many years ago, an 11-point plan to rescue America. Now, the good thing is I agree with almost everything on the plan. The bad thing is it will never happen. Once the Republicans get a majority, even if they had a Republican president, they'll just squander the shit out of all of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, right. you know, but some of the points. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Our kids will say the Pledge of Allegiance and salute the flag and learn that America is a great country. I agree. We should feel pride from where we come from. We shouldn't feel that we have to apologize and be embarrassed for where we come from. And that's what the radical left who come out as trans and uh, fourth graders believe. Even though, what other country would a trans be able to come out in front of fourth graders and not be uh, beheaded? And not be, yeah, yeah, right. Right. Maybe four other countries, maybe Canada, maybe Israel. Uh, maybe. I got three. Maybe. Okay. Number two, government will never again ask American citizens to disclose their race, ethnicity, or skin color on any government form. I'm okay with that, too. Are you an American citizen, yes or no? I don't need to know. Yeah. When I hire, when we run an ad for somebody, we don't ask what their race, creed, or color is. I don't care. Yeah, what does it matter? If they show up Can you do the job? 15 minutes early for the job and they right. leave a good impression, I'm going to hire them. Right. I said hire him. I'm sexist. Am I? You right? I was supposed to say I'm going to hire them. Yeah. I will hire them. That's better, okay? Number three, the soft on crime days of coddling criminal behavior will end. We will refund and respect the police because they, not the criminals, are the good guys. Okay, I'll go with that. Number six, we will eliminate all federal programs that can be done locally and enact term limits by federal, for federal bureaucrats and Congress. He's part of that, too, though. So, okay, whatever. Uh, we will protect the integrity of American democracy and stop left-wing effort, efforts to rig elections. Both sides do whatever they can to rig elections. The Democrats are just better at it because they're the ones that count the votes. Right. We will protect, defend, and promote the American family at all costs. Boy, that would be nice to care about the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. We will secure our border. It sounds like a lot of the same drill. It is, travel. it is. We will secure our border, finish building the wall, and name it after President Trump. Okay, whatever. We will grow America's economy, starve Washington's economy, and stop socialism. Never happened. Uh, men are men, women are women, and unborn babies are babies. We believe in science. Okay. Uh, number 10, Americans will be free to welcome God in all aspects of their lives. I thought we were now anyway. Yeah. Okay. And at the last one, we are all Americans, not globalists. Unfortunately, we're all, Rick, we're all tied to the global economy as well as himself. Yep. And that's a huge issue we have here. So, but again, well, I've heard, I don't know. Now that the dollar uh, is not being traded anymore for uh, uh, for petrodollars uh, and the yuan and the ruble are, uh, we may only be able to buy from ourselves. I'm okay with that. I think maybe we need that pain 
The food shortages are coming, by the way. Oh, they're Buy canned tuna and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. There's no fertilizer canned in everything. our country. You're damn uh, right, absolutely. All the fertilizer comes from Russia. Canned vegetables, frozen vegetables, get them now. Yep. Uh, so, unfortunately, Joey, I'm I'm a, a uh, what did you call me a gypsy? So I can't do. I had a, I literally had to give away probably maybe five six thousand dollars worth of food to food pantries because I could not take it with me. Sandy's living in a pod right now. In a, no. <laughs> <laughs> my my entire life is in a pod. I'm living from from I don't know where the hell I am right now. He's a gypsy. I'm under the boardwalk. We're gonna do like Biden. Gypsy. Gypsy. Yeah. yeah you're right. <laughs> I voted for it. I voted for it. I voted for that. It's the. It's the. Yeah, there we go. He's a strange man. Very strange okay. man. You ready? Yep. We got to make Here it quick because we, we only got about two minutes left. Okay. Joe Grimaldi. Anthony, is it possible that in this time of war in Europe that any one or all of the European countries reinstitute their 2A rights? Uh, Joe, absolutely not. They're socialists, they're globalists, they're yeah. bought and sold. The only countries, Poland, Hungary, but they already have their two-way rights. They have everybody armed. You know, Sweden has a military and they have a civilian military. And then you have Israel. Uh, everybody else, no. Because even though we think it's kind of socialism, it's more or less like dictator rule in, uh, in out there. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, so uh, uh, it's... It's uh, it's something else uh, that we you're not going to see that because once mm -hmm. rights are taken away, Joe, it's literally almost impossible to get it back. Get you it see back. what happened in our country, and we're a constitutional republic. That's right. All right, and they they don't have that there. And they report and they've been beholden to the uh, to the globalists and the elitists for many many more years than we have been. So. You know, it's a bad situation, but it's never, ever going to uh, Unfortunately, it is what it is. So, get over it. Watch them crumble. It'll be a good lesson for us, good lesson for our politicians. You know, they, again, they don't care about us, but they care about themselves. Listen, ton of classes coming up. Become an NRA instructor, range safety officer, chief range safety officer. The new gun store is going to be epic, ladies and gentlemen. You asked for it. We're bringing it. My first ever gun store under the roof of Gun for Hire. So now we have the range, the training, and the store. So all your needs under one roof, and pretty soon we'll have some food, too. So uh, each one, reach one, bring them to the range, introduce them, ask for me, I'll sign a book for you. Sandy, you're up. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Colandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available signed at the range if you go there and soon to be in the gun store. Well, we love you guys. God willing, Jesus parries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. Y'all come back now, here. <laughs>